Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos, so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. I do have an announcement to make before we get into what we're going to talk about, and I don't want to go too far off on a tangent on this, but last week we made an announcement that I'd be doing an event this Monday, the 26th. Yeah, the Yoga on the Roof sound bath. Yes, it got canceled. Not sure when it's going to reschedule because the whole mask thing. I'm sorry. So not going to get too deep into that because I don't want to upset people what I really think about everything. But um, (laughs) we did something really fun today. Well, it it was fun for me. (laughs) I don't know if it was Ingrid tolerated it. This was Ingrid's brainchild, but... Yeah, we had a a photo shoot today (laughs) with me and Scott. Well, I mean, the photo shoot was fun, but I was just having a morning and I just like couldn't find my phone anywhere. And that was making me insane. And I had just started my period. So I was just, it was making me extra mad. I didn't even need my phone, but it was just like, where is it though? Like, what did I do? And then, you know, it's just very confronting looking at pictures of yourself. Hmm. Like, I generally like how I look and it's not a big deal to me. You do? Scott. Because, (laughs) I mean, when we were looking at the photos, Ingrid's like, Scott looks great in every photo. (laughs) He, I mean, he just looks, he looks like a, a movie star in every photo, but, but I, I mean, there's maybe one or two <laughs> out of like, you know, 500 photos that were taken that, that we might be able to use for me. I'm like, are you kidding, Ingrid? Ingrid, you look great. You're beautiful. You look, you look amazing. Okay. You say that, but it doesn't do anything for me because, uh, because I don't. And, you know, my braid is off here and my necklaces are doing all kinds of weird things. And I don't like my face when it's pointed that direction. And, you know, this angle's bad and the lighting's bad here. Oh, and this shirt isn't supposed to be doing this. And it's just like, oh my God. Okay. Okay, Virgo. You know, my Being God. Super critical. And I stand by it because. You look awful. I'll just say it. I'll just confirm it for you. I was being nice before, but obviously we're going to have to reshoot these photos. Um, oh. We're probably going to have to replace you with somebody else. And we'll just, that person will be known as Ingrid. It will be your voice. That would be, that would be ideal. It'll be your voice, but it'll be someone else in the photo picture? that's not you, that you approve of. Okay. And that will be like the... The face of Ingrid. The stand-in. Yeah, the stand-in for Ingrid. Yeah, exactly. I had, I had some really great cheerleaders. Scott and Chris were both amazing and supportive, even though I was like pulling my hair out. So <laughs> thank you, Scott and Chris, for being so patient while I was being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. I, I had a good time. I loved it. Yeah, the more angry I get, the funnier Scott thinks I am. Yes, exactly. When he got here, I was like, hey, guys, just whoever knows, I am really irritated. So just warning you all. And then Scott just laughed his ass off. I was like, great. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. Fantastic. This is, is, I wouldn't have it any other way. (laughs) Yeah. So it was a good start to the day. Yes. Wonderful. And now we're here recording. So, I mean, yeah, we're going to be have, we're going to have a new. 
A new the look. weekly transit look. So when you're looking at the podcast, you're going to be staring at me, the movie star, and Ingrid, who, you know, probably one half decent photo of her that she, <laughs> you know, agreed to make public. <laughs> you're so hard on yourself. You're so hard on yourself. I just want like a good picture of myself and I... I'm like, do I look like that in real life? Because I hate it. Yes, I know. That's the thing. That's what you said. Do I look like this in real life? Oh, my God. Yes, Ingrid. And you have a wonderful look. People love you, Ingrid. When we first started doing the podcast, I hated my voice and I hated editing it. It just made me so depressed. I was like, do I sound like this in real life? Because I'm super annoying. And now now I I don't mind. I kind of like my voice. Either way, just I'm, I'm very unaffected by it. It doesn't excite me or i don't hate myself and people love your voice people are always telling me oh my god i love ingrid's voice but maybe it's like when you have more photos of yourself taken you can kind of separate yourself and you're like Get i guess used who, to it. yeah who cares yeah. if i don't like the picture of myself whatever just use whatever you think is good it's not a big deal yes so yeah maybe i just need to have some more practice in front of the camera so i can just care less yeah we like get desensitized to how you are on camera that's a good idea i think that would help the first time I did some little like voiceover acting thing, oh my gosh, it was just horrible. It was like a little like self tape thing. It was not good for me. It was not good. Mm. Yeah, I like it took me all day and I cried like a hundred times and I, and then I got super depressed for like two weeks. I was like, why do I have any friends? Why would anyone ever talk to me? Because I don't like myself. So that's like really the interesting thing here because you you cried. When we recorded the first episode of the Weekly Transit, you said you were on the floor in the fetal position <laughs> crying when you were hearing your voice yeah, well, because okay, it okay, was I'm, horrifying. I have a, a revelation. Mm-hmm. It's because I was watching and listening to myself look and act insecure, which is very uncomfortable. I don't like seeing that version of myself. It's mm-hmm. very embarrassing. And so do you feel that? Were you seeing that in the camera too? Um, Today... No, I didn't look insecure. I just looked dumb. (laughs) Why do you think that? I don't know. I just, I think you have to know how to act in front of the camera to get what you want out of it. And I don't know. I'm like, which side of my face looks good? And then I'm like, wait, halfway through the pictures. I'm like, well, I hate that side of my face. That's why all these pictures I hate. Or like, I don't like being shot from the side or whatever. You said you didn't like being shot face on. Yeah. But now you're saying you didn't like the sides either. So maybe we should just get the back of your head. (laughs) I mean, because you don't like the right side, you don't like the left side, and you don't like straightforward. You know what, Scott? Maybe. Maybe the back of my head would work. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's one of those things. I mean, I think it's like, I want to just like dig back into your your unconscious, you know, into your childhood, how you felt when you were young about yourself. I mean, I know that the astrological reason is the Virgo energy, but there is a story behind what makes you a Virgo. So, and so what is that story for you? So when you say, because I'm a Virgo, you mean the, like the hypercritical part? Yes, okay. absolutely. You're a Virgo sun, you're a Virgo mercury. So, you know, you're just in your head. You, you look at a picture of yourself and you're like, I don't like where, where my braid is. What is it doing there? Or what what are my <laughs> necklaces doing? And I'm like, who's even looking? It, it's it's just a weird thing because like when I look at somebody's photo, I just look at the eyes, 
I'm like, what are the no, eyes no, telling I can't, me? I can't enjoy anything in life because I have to analyze the shit out of it. I'm like, okay, I'm having a meal. Well, I need to analyze the service because I've been in the restaurant industry my whole life. Also, I'm really into food. So like the food has to be perfect. The flavors have to be like, if it's not right, I'm just like writing a list of all the things that are not right about it. Or even mm-hmm. like I made some food with Crystal yesterday and we were just like, And you okay. made notes about lunch yesterday with Crystal? Yeah, we both did. We were just like, okay, well... I think that if we had made like a homemade dressing, cause we tried this like ethnic dressing for like mm-hmm. a green papaya salad. We just bought it and we're like, okay, next time it has to be a homemade dressing. We need like pickled ginger. We need like more cilantro. Like we want to make it perfect. Yeah. So I like people that I can do that with Gabriella, yeah. your lady yeah. love her because we can pick apart everything. Oh yeah. She's a Virgo moon. So yeah. <laughs> okay. One time we went to a restaurant. It was like our celebration of their one year anniversary uh-huh, of the podcast. Uh-huh. And me and Gabrielle are walking out and we've been criticizing the place the whole time, which the meal was lovely. She was like, you know, it just smells like way too much like flowers in here. And I was just like, this is a highlight. You fell apart. Like it was the funniest thing that you'd ever heard. It just felt so seen <laughs> because everyone else is like, Ingrid, can you just shut the fuck up and enjoy your meal? And I'm like, no, I mm, can't. I can't yeah. enjoy anything in life unless it's perfect. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I wow. drive myself like a little bit insane. Yeah, totally. I think the thing to remember is that your level of perfection, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't strive for it. But you shouldn't be disappointed when it's not met because it it's not really the point of anything. It's, you know, you have this level of perfection, which, which makes you, which improves you. You're always improving as a human being, Ingrid, you. And you're, you're growing so much. So you have to appreciate where you are, even if it's not the level of perfection that you aspire for yourself. Yeah. You know, you have to appreciate the fact that, okay, I can accept that after that first episode, you listened and you're like, oh my God, I sound like that. You know, you were embarrassed. Yeah. Um, You really had nothing to be embarrassed for, but I appreciated in the beginning when you put certain words up and you're like, don't say these words. I don't want to say these words because when I say these words, I sound very insecure and that that's great. Because, you know, your North Node is in Aries and you're meant to be charging ahead courageously. You're not meant to be insecure. But you also need to respect the fact that people love your voice and people love the way you look. So even when my necklace is sideways. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody's looking at that. Yeah. No one really gives a shit except me. But if I was to see someone else's picture of their little podcast thing, I would be like, why would her necklace be to the side? Why? You would say that? 100%. I mean, I think that's what makes me great as like, usually I end up creative directing. Mm -hmm. I do design and like photo video, but I think my strong suit is creative direction. And most of that is the critique. I come in at the beginning and say the vision in the middle and kind of you know, dial it in. And then at the end, and basically I'm just like, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. This could be better. This could be better. More of this. Yeah. And that is what I do with everything. So Mm. it's like a good role for me. The critic. Yes. That's perfect for you. Yeah. I like it too. But don't critique yourself because you're not being, (laughs) you're not being objective when you're talking about yourself. That's the difference. I even asked Megan and Chris, I'm like, okay, which outfit, which hair? Like I love doing it for other people, but like 
for myself, it's, yeah, it really is super hard to be objective. Yeah. Someone else should probably pick the picture because uh, it's going to be a nightmare. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Let, let's let Megan and Chris decide what they like. And then, you know, we can... Pick our faves. Yeah, exactly. Off of what they decide. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Should we get into the week? Yes. Let's awesome. get into the week. Okay. This is the week of July 26th to August 1st. Monday, July 26th, we're looking at the moon. And we're just, we're rolling into Leo season. This is the beginning of Leo. Well, I mean, we're in Leo season because last week on Thursday, the sun moved into Leo. But I already feel like we've been in Leo season because Venus and Mars were already there. We're already there okay. for so long. So like our relationships so, is Venus and Mars is like the planet of action. So we were feeling some of that in the way we're acting and relating to other people. Exactly. So this is like our identity is coming in to the picture now with the sun and Leo. Exactly. You know, it's really funny how everyone that doesn't know as much about astrology or just like the general population, they're always just talking about the sun sign, the sun sign. Mm -hmm. And the more I learn about astrology, the more I really just don't give a shit about the sun sign. Yeah. It just doesn't tell me that much about somebody at all. Right. I'm like, that's who you are. That's who you identify as. Mm -hmm. But... Your rising sign is who you present to people that you don't know yes. when you're uncomfortable. That's how most of our interactions are. So that's a lot of what we see in someone else when we are getting to know them. And then it's like, I want to know your moon sign, your emotions, like how you're feeling. And I love learning about the North Node. That's like your soul's purpose. Like, why are we here on earth? Those are my kind of personal favorites are yes. those three. So the sun just seems kind of irrelevant to me you sometimes. Like, say those again to me. You like the north node. North node, um, your moon, which is your moon. emotions, and um, your rising. Your rising. Okay. Those are your three. Okay. I like that. I like that. What are your favorites? Uh, I always look at the north node, you know, the triad, of course, the sun, the moon, the ascendant. But aside from that, uh, uh, the north node is the big one for me because that tells it's me so that's powerful. like yeah my mind was blown when you shared that with me i was just like what have we been talking about mm -hmm. why are we all sharing our sun signs like the north node is like some life-changing information yes i also love chiron too oh because chiron tells you so much about the pain that you've suffered in your life and the wisdom that you have through transmuting that pain into self-empowerment. I think that just goes hand in hand really with the North Node. It's like when you understand what your wounds are and you understand where you're supposed to end up. That's it. They they kind of, you kind of need both of them together. Yes. Yes. So Venus moved in to Leo on June 26th. So, so we've been experiencing that Leo energy for some time, but now the sun moved in last Thursday and that's a big deal. You know, because the sun is the planetary ruler of Leo. So it's in a position of strength, a position of power when it's in Leo. But today, Monday, July 26th, we're looking at the moon, which is the planet of emotions, and Venus, which is the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships. So the moon is in Pisces which is the final sign, the most compassionate sign, because it fills the weight of the 11 previous signs. So That could be kind of heavy. Can be heavy. When the moon goes into Pisces, 
You're feeling really deep. Very deep. Very deep. You're feeling, you're, you're more sensitive to the feelings of others when the moon is in Pisces. And it awakens the feelings that you have deep within your unconscious. And so Venus, the planet of relationships, is in Virgo. And Virgo, as we know, as we talked about, is that critic. Yeah, Uh that critic. (laughs) So if you're feeling very critical in your relationships, or if you are feeling criticized in your relationship, uh, this is the day to really show some compassion for yourself, for the ones that you are in relationship with. How can you show compassion to yourself? And the ones you are in relationship with through the critical analytical lens that you're sensing in that context. Well, we touched on this a lot last week. So, I mean, last week it was kind of tapping into that Leo energy as well, where it was about being sovereign. So speaking what you need, like first you're noticing what the issues are. They're kind of coming to light. The critic is coming out and you're saying, oh, this is what's wrong. I'm running late because I don't have enough time. So you ask your partner for help by communicating Mm. your needs to them. So carrying through that energy where you're letting someone know what you're feeling, Venus is in Virgo. So communicating to the people you're in relationship with, this is what's happening for me. This is what I'm seeing with my critical eye. But like you said, being compassionate in that communication, maybe being objective about it. Just say, I'm noticing this. This is what I need from you. This is how we're going to fix it. So like, you know, using your critical eye to find a solution to the issues you might be seeing can also bring that compassion to it. It's not like, oh, here's a problem. You fix it. It's like you see a problem, you come up with a solution and then you move on together. I love the asking for help part. That's like a huge note for me that I need to do that I was just experiencing last night with Gabriella. I was like, she's like, just tell me that you can't do the rest, you know, like I will finish, ask for help. So, so important. It's such an important reminder. I think one of my skills is Mm -hmm. even, I mean, not always being able to ask for help, but communicating when I'm not feeling good. Like I announced today Mm -hmm. when I got here, I was like, Hey guys, I'm not in a great mood. Mm. And I think that helps other people be more sensitive to support you. Whereas before they might be like, Oh, why is Ingrid being like short? It's like, Oh, she's not having a good day. We're going to make her laugh. We're going to make it light. Yes. And I remember I said that to Megan before I'm like, guys, I'm just in a really shitty mood Mm -hmm. and I'm not usually mean when I say it, I'm like laughing because it's just kind of where I go. Yeah. But she was like, Oh my gosh, I wish that I could communicate when I'm just not feeling good. I think it's a really good skill to have. So just being like, Hey, I'm overloaded. I'm not going to finish cleaning the kitchen. Can you, I'm just letting you know I'm like exhausted. Yes. And then she's like, oh, Scott's tired. I'm not going to poke him about it, but I'll finish the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people do want to support you. So I think giving yes. them the opportunity, especially in your close personal relationships, it gives them compassion for you when you let them know where you're at, especially if it's when you're not doing good. Yes. Such a great reminder. Crystal called me yesterday because she was having a meltdown about uh-huh. this can opener. Like, oh my God. She couldn't open her can and she was like, what is this can opener? And I was like, oh, it's actually like this fancy can opener. She was house sitting. Mm. And I sat with her for like 15 oh, minutes. Oh, that's right. She's at Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she was having this meltdown and she like announced it though. She was like, I'm having a breakdown about the can opener. Yeah. You know, maybe if she wouldn't have announced how like 
frustrated she was. I could have been more short with her and been like, it's fine. Just like, why are you being so annoying? Mm -hmm. But since she announced like, oh, I'm not feeling good. I'm like, okay, I'm going to support her. I know she's really frustrated. So I'm going to be extra patient. And did you help her figure it out? Yeah, I did. Was Lauren out of touch or something? She couldn't get a hold of her. <laughs> Lauren was just like, it's a regular can opener, but it's okay. not. You like put it on the other side of the can to get it open. Oh, Those, like They oh, cut yeah, it yeah. all perfectly and then oh, you like yeah. peel off the top or uh-huh. something. But yes. I happened to have one a long time ago and I uh-huh. loved it, but it's every person that would take it out of the drawers. Like, like what the hell is this? Where do I put it? Like yeah. what's going on? It doesn't open anything. Mm. So, but yeah, just being communicative with the people around you and your close personal relationships that can bring compassion to you and what you're going through as well. Right on. Absolutely. Tuesday, July 27th, we're looking at Mercury, the planet of communication. Mercury is moving into Leo. So this is adding to that Leo energy. The planet of the conscious mind and how you communicate is moving into the sign of sovereignty. So Mercury is going to buzz through Leo because it's only going to be here from July 27th until August 11th. So this is how fast Mercury is moving right now. It's like literally like two weeks that it's in Leo. So this is like a hyper driven period to communicate from a place of sovereignty. Be confident, be bold. How can you be confident and bold in the way that you communicate? Just by speaking your mind. Don't hold back. Exactly. The lion doesn't say, excuse me. Can um, I would, roar? Yeah. Would you mind <laughs> if I roared over here? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> and the last time Mercury was in Leo was August 4th through the 19th of 2020. So if you can remember back what was going on in your life around that time and how your messages were being delivered and received... Uh, That might give you some clues on how things are going to flow verbally this time around. If we are working with the energy, it sounds like this is a gift. Yeah, it's always a gift. But is, is there anything else happening where it could be like, if you're not used to speaking your mind and you've been holding back, is there going to be any issues where you like explode or anything well, like that? This, or? Is, this is where I think of like the the people that have... Say if your sun, your moon, your Mercury, your Venus, your Mars, you have planets in Scorpio or Taurus, you know, those are introverted energies and they're fixed. So it'll be harder for them. Well, it's harder for them to be expressive like the sun, like the lion. And so they'll be getting squared mm. by that energy, which might cause them to just fucking out, just, you know, yeah, yeah. gotta get it out. <laughs> exactly. Just explode and out of frustration for some reason. So it's been building up been and building, building up. Yes. And now they're getting pushed to open up and share. It's got to come out. It, the energy has to move. It's still a gift, but mm-hmm. it can be very uncomfortable for the signs that are not um, as compatible with that energy. Exactly. It's a challenge. What, what did you say again? The Scorpio and Taurus? Taurus and Scorpio. It's going to yep. be uncomfy. Yeah, uncomfy. For okay. If you have any key points in Taurus or Scorpio, you know, and the way to think about it is even if you have like, if you have Venus in Taurus or Scorpio, Venus is the planet of relationships. Mercury is the planet of communication. 
So Mercury in Leo squaring Venus in Taurus or Scorpio means that there could be a verbal spat in your close personal relationships. Yeah, I think that sometimes comes with you speaking your mind and being like fully in your power and expressing yourself. Mm -hmm. Not everyone's going to like what you have to say. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you should hide it. Exactly. You can't hide it. The lion doesn't hide. The lion's bold. Wednesday, July 28th. We're looking at Jupiter. One of my faves. Why is that? Mm, The planet of luck and expansion. Yes. As long as it's expanding something. In a positive way? Yeah, yeah. I guess it can also be um, pretty intense sometimes too. Well, yeah. It's like one of those planets where you might overdo it. You know, it's like you... You feel so good that you drink that third bottle of wine. I'm having so <laughs> much fun, you know, <laughs> or second bottle. I'm assuming you're drinking with other people. Oh, okay, if you're okay. drinking by yourself, then yeah, you're this drinking really that bad. second bottle of wine. You're like, I feel so good. I'm just, yeah, let's keep pouring it. And then the next day you're like, what the fuck? Why did I do Why that? Why did I do that? I hate myself. Never doing that again. I'm done drinking. So... Yeah, that's that energy. So so Jupiter is moving back. It's been retrograding. Uh, it began retrograding on June 20th in Pisces, the sign that it rules. But it's been moving back to Aquarius, where it was. Jupiter is moving back into Aquarius. So Jupiter <laughs> moved into Pisces, uh, the sign that it rules, on December 19th, 2020. And then it began its retrograde on June 20th, and now it's moved back into Aquarius, where it will be until December 28th. Aquarius is the sign of the community, so this sounds like not anything too uncomfortable to be expanding in, like maybe expanding your social circle or networking with Mm -hmm. like career opportunities, that kind of thing, which I guess could be uncomfortable for people who don't enjoy putting themselves out there but it can also be fun exactly it's the middle of summer it's leo season we're like in a more expressive uh cycle right now so i think that that is like very fitting yes it's it is a time to like so the question is how can you reach out how can you connect with other people how can you network who do you want to network with is there a club a group an organization that you want to join or a a social cause that you want to be a part of uh that's all Aquarius energy. And in doing so, think about what makes you unique. What are you adding to the group? Maybe we can have a dinner party on that day. Oh, okay. Yeah. My friend is going to be in town and I want to have everybody all together. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. It sounds like a good Jupiter in Aquarius social event. Oh my gosh. I love this. Expanding our circle. Yeah. Yes. Right on. Thursday, July 29th. We're looking at Jupiter again which is going to be opposing Mars in Leo. So Aquarius and Leo are air and fire. So they work well together, but they oppose each other because they're both fixed. So Mars, the god of war, and Jupiter, the god of thunder, are going to be in opposition to each other. So this could lead to some kind of, you know, big event happening in the social in the social scene, let's say whatever that may be. Uh, But Mars is finishing up its transit in Leo. 
So the sign of sovereignty, the God of war and the sign of sovereignty opposing the God of thunder in the sign of the community. It seems like that will be a period where there could be some pop to uh, the energy because that final degree is is like the most intense. It, it is that degree where... That cross, crossing over. Yes. It's like popping the champagne cork and watching the champagne fly all, all over the place. You know, back in January when that whole crazy thing happened in D.C., that was when Mars was at the 29th degree of Aries. Damn. So now it's in an Aries fellow fire sign, Leo, at the 29th degree, facing off with the God of Thunder. People are going to want to take action about however they're feeling on the subject. Perhaps. Perhaps. We'll see. But then as soon as it makes that connection, it moves into Virgo. So it's a totally different energy. It goes from the sign of sovereignty to the the sign of submissiveness and service and analytical, critical perspectives. So Mars is going to be transiting through Virgo until September 14th. And the last time Mars transited through Virgo was August 19th to... October 3rd, 2019. So it takes Mars two years to move through the Zodiac. So the, so think back to August 17th to October 3rd for clues on what could be happening Coming this up time next. around. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So how can you, you know, and it's so interesting to me when I think of like Leo and Virgo following Leo. Because Leo's like this big expression. This is this is me. You know, it's like I'm showing off here. It's like that fire that sparks and is blazing, but then you have to like bring it in and take a, a look at yourself after that. Like, how did I look in that photo shoot? Was I as beautiful as I thought I was going to be? I of course was. Um, <laughs> Ingrid, we're not sure, but I mean, it makes me think of like performing on stage. It's like you, you do all this planning, you're having like this big energy, everyone's there. It's really social. It's fun. There's like a big party. And then you kind of go inside after you do your big performance. Like, how did it go? How did Mm -hmm. I look? How did it sound? What did everyone think of me? Like, am I showing up the way I want to kind of analyzing what you brought to the table for whatever, you know, maybe it's not a music thing, but you know, whatever event or something you might have in your life where you're like, you know, putting yourself on the spot and putting yourself out there. Maybe you did the the dinner party or the networking thing. And then afterwards you want to, yeah, see how you're presenting yourself to the world. I think that being on the stage is a brilliant metaphor, Ingrid, because being on the stage is being the center of attention. So I think of like being like in a musical and then the next day after the premiere, is the review you, is the reviews the critics have written all about you so that is the virgo energy that comes after the leo energy so now we all have to take how can you take a critical look at how you're acting in order to improve the way that you're moving forward in life yeah i think that's really important you don't want to be too critical of yourself but it's important to take a look at who you are and how you want to present yourself to the world and constantly be working on yourself so you want to have that outward expression and be social and all this stuff, but you still want to just show up for yourself afterwards. Like it doesn't have to be a negative thing to be critical. 
maybe I can just calm down on the pictures of myself for the photo shoot. But also it's like, you want to present your best self. So like, how can I learn from it? Okay, well, next time, maybe I want to do some homework. Look at the pictures I like of myself and decide how I want to show up to the photo shoot. Do I want my hair braided? Did I like my makeup? Which side of my face do I like? Mm -hmm. Do I like this angle? And then I can show up more prepared for the next one. So I'm not like having a critical attack in the middle of the photo shoot. I can just be a better version of myself for whatever I'm doing. And even if that means like using that critical eye in a way to be constructive. Mm, Makes great sense. Awesome, Ingrid. Friday, July 30th, Jupiter again, the god of thunder, lord of justice, the planet of luck and expansion, in Aquarius, retrograding back, checking our work, going back to where we were so that we can have these lessons one more time to improve. We'll be aligning with the moon, which is now moved on from Pisces to the end of Aries. So the planet of emotions in the sign of self-confidence and courage, aligning with the God of Thunder in the sign of the community. So expressing yourself again in your relationships? Expressing yourself courageously in the group, in the club, in the organization, in the social network, the social cause, in the community, in your neighborhood, in society, in some way, expressing your emotional courage. How can you do that? How can you do that? By being direct, Mm. not hiding your feelings. Yes, yes. And also it's like when we do hide from our feelings, they are not going to go away. They bubble up and they will explode. So it's like work with the energy. This is the time to express what you're feeling inside and get it outside. I love that. And there is so much support right now for that, for expressing your emotions clearly, directly, Because on Saturday, July 31st, we're looking at the sun in Leo, the sign that it rules, and Mercury, the planet of communication, which is now caught up to the sun. So they're at the exact same degree in Leo, the planet of the conscious mind, how you communicate and coordinate is being illuminated by the giver of light, life, and vitality in the sign that the sun rules Leo, the sign of sovereignty. And both of those planets are connecting to the North Node, the soul's purpose, in Gemini, the sign that's ruled by Mercury. So this is a time to really ask yourself, how can I communicate boldly with clarity? Communication is like the glue for everything in life. Mm -hmm. So it's like your soul's purpose as a communicator. Sometimes these phrases sound abstract and the more I'm like tuning in to this like astrology talk and like self-awareness it's like okay if I learn to communicate better I can get better jobs I can have better relationships in my career I can have a better relationship with like my lover or my best friend or my family like those are all the things that surround every part of your life we like separate ourselves like oh money or I want a nice house or a nice car or whatever the thing is They're all so interconnected. It's like, if your home life is happy, you're going to be happier. If your career life is happier, you're going to make more money and you're going to feel more secure. So it's like, if you can learn to communicate better with the people you're in relationships with, that is, that is everything. That's it. And it also just gives you peace when you can communicate. There's nothing hiding on the inside Mm -hmm. that's like bubbling. When you're fully expressing yourself, you're putting yourself out there into the world and you are going to get where you want to go. And this is, this is what, Mercury and the sun are doing in Leo is they're 
They're opening your heart so that you can communicate, so you can be truly vulnerable. You know what? I'm going to say this. I've been holding this back. I've been afraid, but now I have to say this. My North Node is in Aries, which is about charging forward. It's also about being very direct. Mm -hmm. And every time I tap into that direct energy of communicating by just being very straightforward, it's always really scary for me. I get a lot of anxiety leading up to that moment, even though I know what I have to do. But as soon as I break through that discomfort and start talking, every single time, it seems like I am just rewarded immediately with being like, okay, that was an uncomfortable conversation. But the reward is so great. It's just like, it makes you want to keep going. Mm. So that's right. Yeah. Just push through the discomfort. It's really hard sometimes to open our heart and be vulnerable and speak exactly how we feel inside. But when you do, it's pretty amazing how the universe starts responding to you. Yes. The energy just shifts completely when you know there's a reward. It's like, if you don't know there's a reward, why would you go through this, like, this discomfort? I don't want to feel uncomfortable. But if you know there's something on the other side, you're going to be more willing to do the work. Something has to move here. And, and so much is happening because on Sunday, August 1st, so imagine... The sun and Mercury, they're, they're just cruising along side by side, right on top of each other. They, they connect to the North Node on Saturday, and then on Sunday, they oppose Saturn, the authority, the planet of restriction, limitation, the planet of responsibility. In Aquarius, the sign that Saturn rules. So Saturn rules Aquarius, the sun rules leo these two haven't faced off in the signs that they rule aquarius and leo in 29 years so this is how can you communicate from a place of sovereignty to the authority in the community and how can you take responsibility it comes with responsibility when you think of a sovereign ruler a good sovereign ruler doesn't say well um you decide. It's, it's your, your thing. No, it, the decision's with me. I'm in charge. I'm the one that's wearing the crown. So this is my decision. I'm taking responsibility for this. So how can you take responsibility through your sovereignty in the way that you communicate? I think by backing up your words with action, not, mm. not backing down when you express yourself and maybe someone like the authority doesn't really like what you had to say. You changed your mind. You showed your true, your true self and mm -hmm. it makes other people feel uncomfortable. You might be getting a pushback or feeling restricted in some way from the people that you're in community with. Yeah. But remembering to stand up for yourself and like keep, keep pushing forward, even if there is some pushback or even maybe that's in your own mind. Like maybe you said something and now you're feeling like you're not sure if you should have said something, but it's like, if there was something under there that needed to move, you know, even if there is this pushback or discomfort that happens because of it, that's okay. And then on the flip side, maybe you are feeling judgmental of what someone else has said and it's making you feel uncomfortable. They've spoken their truth and they're putting themselves out there. It can be confronting when you see someone else doing it and then you're not doing it for yourself. Hmm. So maybe could some like jealousy or something like that come up from like seeing other people step into their power if you're not doing it yourself? Yeah. Absolutely. If you see other people step into their power and you're not doing it, it can cause some resentment uh, because you're wanting to be uniquely you 
you're wanting to be able to stand up for yourself. But if you're not doing it, and you see other people that are, you might want to tear them down. Which is that like authority it's coming the, in, the it's Saturn the, energy. Yeah. Well, and so the Saturn energy, I just think of, it's wanting you to take responsibility for yourself. It's if you're going to say, well, I want to do this, but I, I'm not going to. And then I'm going to be mad at someone else for doing what I wanted to do, but am not willing to do, then you're not taking responsibility for yourself. Taking responsibility for yourself says, I want to do this. I want to achieve that. And it's up to me to make that happen. Say you want to like open a new business or something or like start a new project. Mm -hmm. You see someone else doing it. And you're just like, oh, I could do that too. Like, Or they suck. You know, that's not as good as I would do it. And it's like, okay, well then why don't you do it? Yeah, just do it. You (laughs) Yeah, don't be annoyed at them. How about you just do what you say you want to do? Exactly. Back up your words by doing the work. Yeah, Saturn likes to reward work. Yes. Yeah, so put in the work. Put in the work. Follow your heart. Put in the work. Follow, Follow your heart with what you say and follow what you say by doing the work. All right, Ingrid. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, good. I'm ready to put my words into action. <laughs> okay, I'm going to okay, do good. some shit. Yes, I see you. Your legs are, are bouncing around right now. You're ready. You're like, oh God, I got so much to do. I do. I do. I have a lot to do and this feels very inspiring. I'm okay, ready to good. do some shit. Good, good. You are supported. You are supported. All right, Ingrid. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. I'm excited to see the photos. Me too. I can't wait. (laughs) I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The weekly transit, 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 transit.